This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 441 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, we have a clueless grandma who's going to go under the knife while Daniel just did a few things and dropped 70 pounds. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Won't kill you like Hey, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the school of podcasting.com. If you are new to the show, I am not a doctor. I am not a trainer. I'm just a person like you trying to lose weight. And uh, we just had a holiday here. It's uh, July 6th as I record this in the U.S. So first, let's talk about June. June, I started off at 235.8. And what was really cool was by the end of the month, I was down to 233.8. So I actually lost two pounds. Insert July 4th. And I'm back up to 235.9. And I was like, holy cow. And I even yesterday, the day after the holiday, I really like watched what I ate, did some exercise. So if we go back two episodes, I was 235.7, went down to 235.2. Now I'm at 235.9. So I'm kind of stuck at 235. And I can tell you, in my opinion, what has changed, especially towards the end of June, is I went from exercising when I was down to 233 and I've gone back to being active. Like I just got done walking for 45 minutes outside. It's about 84 degrees here. It's 930 at night. And I went for a walk and on my Apple watch, it's saying in terms of exercise, I had seven minutes. Now I walked 15 minutes today on a treadmill and about 45 minutes outside. And yet Apple is saying, yeah, actual exercise, you had seven minutes where before it was 30 minutes of exercise. So I need to kind of suck it up and get it done. But I wanted to, uh, to play a, A clip. This is from, I believe, a show called 90 Days to Marriage or something like that. It's where you get kind of a mail order bride or groom. And there's this one woman who is going to marry this uh, rather attractive younger Russian person. He's a guy. And she is a grandma. And she is a couple decades maybe older than he is. And she's decided to get uh, bypass surgery and see if you can hear the, the beautiful thing about this is if you ever have been around little kids, you know, they're like three to six, uh, they have no filter. 
And so as grandma is saying, yeah, I need help. You know, I, I just can't do this. Uh, check out what the kids say. Get right here. I'm going to tell y'all something. Anyway. Y'all sit down. Meemaw is getting fatter for unknown reasons. So Meemaw is getting fatter for unknown reasons. All right, let's go with that. Can y'all tell I've gotten fatter? Yeah. The point is, I've got to go get some help. They're going to go in my belly with these little tools, and they're going to help my stomach get smaller so I won't eat as much. Yeah, so this is from the show 90 Day Fiancé. Then listen to what the kids say when Grandma's not around. Mila's big because she eats lots of sweets, lots, lots. Cupcakes. Donuts. Donuts. And cake. And cake. Candy canes. Candy canes? I thought candy canes were good for you. And ice cream, I think. Peppermint. Ice cream, too. Candy canes are good for you. It makes your breath smell good. Yeah, candy canes are good for you. That probably came from Grant or Meemaw. Holy cow. So this is one of those things where so many times we want to tell ourselves, well, it just it, it can't be done. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm gaining weight. Well, I just told you I'm not exercising as much. And I had a burger too many and probably a couple deviled eggs too many. And yeah, chocolate peanut butter pie too many. You know, they, you notice the kids didn't say grandma eats sweets. They said grandma eats lots and lots of sweets. So that always, always 80% of losing weight is your diet. It's not the exercise. So what am I saying? I'm sitting there going, ah, I need to exercise more. No, I need to watch what I'm eating. And so uh, even today I had a salad. I always go out and buy those bags of salad. And then three days later, I threw them away because they've gone bad. And I'm like, no, no. And as much as I don't want to, it's always funny again when we say, ah, I'm not really in the mood to cook. Do you realize to make a salad, all you have to do is grab a bowl, open up the salad, dump it in, throw in some, I don't know, bacon bits, a hard boiled egg if you want to go crazy and some salad dressing and uh, you're done. That took all of four minutes. So let's not cut ourselves. This is the logical weight loss podcast. And uh, I, I'm kind of, if you're a new listener to the show, I'm not a big fan of the bypass surgery. I really think that does not address why we're gaining weight. Cause there's a reason it's cause we're eating more than we're burning. And I know that there's more than calories in calories out, but that was one that I was like, yeah, you know, I don't know why I'm gaining weight. And then the kids explained why grandma's gaining weight. So maybe if you have little ones around, ask them how to lose weight and, They'll probably tell you because, again, no filter. Want to give a quick shout out to the newest member of the Logical Losers, Matthew, from Australia, joined on July 5th. So, Matthew, I'm going to leave your last name out of it because I realize not everybody, not that you should be ashamed to be a Logical Loser, but some people are a little more uh, worried about their privacy online. So I just wanted to say, Matthew, who joined on July 5th. Thank you so much. I really do deeply appreciate every single one of you who become a logical loser. If you are a regular listener of the show, you know I like my gadgets. I actually have an Amazon Halo. This is Amazon's kind of version of a Fitbit that does a whole bunch of measurements. It actually does this weird kind of wacky thing where you take pictures of yourself and it creates a 3D version of you and tells you how fat you are, which is always uh, a great way to start the day. And they added a new feature. I thought I would tell you about it. And it is important. And it's what they're measuring now 
is they're giving you a grade on movement health. And I had a, a person that was, uh, when I moved a couple, well, it was last year, and I was painting, I hired a guy to help me paint, and his real job was an occupational therapist. And he mentioned about how older people that are in bad shape, he goes, the biggest problem is they just quit moving. They just quit moving, quit stretching. He explained how stretching was super important. And so what this will do is it basically gives you, it's based on functional fitness is what they say, which is your body's readiness to execute the everyday movements you do without thinking. So bending, reaching, lifting, twisting, pulling, pushing, or even just walking. They say good movement health is essential in order to perform basic movements like, I don't know, carrying groceries or reaching for something on the top shelf, lifting up your kids, picking something up off the floor, or more intense activities like running. I don't know about you. There are days when I feel like putting on my shoes is like an Olympic event. It's like it's his third attempt. Here he goes. He's sucking in his gut. Yeah. They say because it's so woven into our everyday life, our movement health is easy to take for granted. But if we don't maintain it, Simple and routine movement can create problems like looking behind you and getting seized by a a sudden neck or shoulder pain. They say professional athletes pay close attention to their movement health in order to maximize their performance and accelerate recovery. But it's useful and important part of everyone's wellness, no matter what level of, you know, this movement fitness you are. So what do they do? They basically do an assessment in the same way that they're going to take pictures of you to tell you how much of your body is fat, et cetera, et cetera. says the Halo app will walk you through setting up your phone camera and then guide you through a series of five simple movements, single leg balances, forward lunges, overhead squats, overhead reaches, and five, or I'm sorry, and feet together squats. That sounds like an interesting one. As you go through these exercises, Halo's technology evaluates your body position to identify limitations in your stability, your mobility, and posture. Following the assessment, you get an overall movement score out of 100. I'm looking forward to this, so next episode I'll tell you what I get. Details about your stability, your mobility, and posture, and a breakdown across four areas of the body. The trunk, which is your core, so I don't think this is the whole junk in the trunk thing. This is your core. Hips lower body and shoulders. This assessment delivers comparable accuracy to an in-person assessment with a professional trainer. They say, and it takes less than 10 minutes. Now, what if you get a bad score? They then give you homework. And so this is kind of different than a Fitbit. And I won't go over all of it because we've talked about it in the past. I'll put a link in the show notes out at logicalloss.com slash 441. If you want to go back and listen to the other uh, one on the Amazon halo but it's different that there's no screen on it this is meant to be distraction free just have this little wristband around and then everything is done through their app and very much like apple health now has exercises and things like that there they want the amazon halo app to be kind of everything that you do to maintain and and be fitness they're not tracking calories now i like it because they gamified exercise so if i go in And they tell you, like, if you're just, you know, walking around, you get like one point per minute of exercise. And if you are walking fast, you might get two. And the whole goal is to get to 150 points by the end of the week. And here it is. It is Tuesday and I have 37 points so far. 
And so it's it's you know not uh, not great, but I'm I need to kind of again exercise more than just being fit. So it's a pretty cool app, and the Amazon Halo itself is ninety nine dollars. And then I looked because I know when I first signed up, they weren't really charging you a monthly fee. They give you six months, so you can really figure out: am I going to use this? Things like that. So it's ninety nine bucks, and then uh, after six months, they basically, it's $4 a month, which is pretty cheap. That's cheaper than the Apple health thing. And so that's a new feature. And I'm going to be going through this and reporting back in the next episode. When it comes to food tracking, there's a new name in town, and that is Chronometer. It's a great app that gives you tons of stats, and their database is a whole lot more accurate than things like MyFitnessPal. Oh, and it's cheaper. One of my favorite things is if I have a food that's not in the database, I simply scan the label, and the software inputs the information for you. You can check out Chronometer by going to LogicalLoss.com slash food tracking. That's LogicalLoss.com slash food tracking. Have you checked out the Logical Weight Loss Resources section? We have things like calorie trackers, breath analyzers, water reminders, weight loss challenges, scales, fitness trackers, habit reinforcement, mental health, weight training. If you have sore muscles, we've got resources for that. Some of my favorite books, our favorite supplements, it's all there. Go over to LogicalLoss.com slash resources. What if you took the accountability of Weight Watchers and combined it with the support of a like-minded community and the spark of a weight loss challenge? Well, you can find out at monthlychallenge.fit. The next challenge starts on the 1st. Use the coupon code NOW100 to get your first month free. Go to monthlychallenge.fit. I found this story about a guy named Daniel Gillespie. He's 35 years old and he has very much a dad bod in the, I found this on uh, Yahoo said there were several likely cult cult man. I cannot talk today culprits to his stress and his weight gain. He had a breakup. Well, that's stressful. He moved. That's very stressful. Having two children in two years. Yeah. Planning a wedding and a regular 15-hour day building a new business from the ground up. As he admits, his lifestyle and his diet became a bigger issue that led him to undergo significant changes to get his weight back on track after hitting 245 pounds on his wedding day. So what did he do? Well, he knuckled down over several lockdowns, no less, and put in the work, losing 75 pounds and stabilizing his blood pressure. And in his own words, he said, here's how. He goes, my weight crept up gradually over three years. So here again, remember, we didn't get fat overnight. And this guy, it took him three years. And you're going to see it. It took some time to get this off. So he, he got fat over three years. Mainly it was due to big lifestyle changes. Like we said, he moved, uh, breakup, relocating. Uh, he's actually joined a board of directors having one child and a subsequent child 17 months afterwards. That, holy cow. He says, during this, I married my wife and worked 12 to 15 hours a day 
to grow this new business. So that's always tough because when you, I don't know, need to eat and you got two kids, you kind of want to have some money coming in. He says, but my balance was off with my lifestyle, health, eating habits, exercise, and basic self-admin. And that's where people talk about work-life balance. And I'm not sure you can ever achieve balance, but you definitely want to have the the life balance more than the work balance. Because if you focus too much on work, you don't have a life. And then you end up where he was and your your health goes down and then it doesn't matter how much money you're making because, well, you're dead. He said, I was completely aware that this was leading to a bigger issue. So we're not dumb. You're not dumb. I'm not dumb. I know why I'm, you know, chocolate peanut butter cake was not going to help me on the 4th of July. But, you know, Debbie made it and it's her one of a, you know, we only get it once a year on the 4th of July. Yeah, I could have done without that. He says, one thing I had never fully appreciated was the nutritional side would seem absent from my daily life. I knew and could see how the weight creeping up because, well, my scales recorded it. So here again, it wasn't like, wait, what? He's like, no, my, my weight was going up. Major life events, stress, and diet were all the cause of this. He goes, I exercise, but on an infrequent basis and with no real purpose or sacrifice. There is the key. And there's a word. I saw this phrase. I put this in, I believe, in the Logical Weight Loss uh, group, the LogicalLosers.com. And that is, it's going to take sacrifice to lose weight. And when you don't sacrifice, you actually do. You just sacrifice your health. So it's either you're going to sacrifice with a little weight, little discomfort, little sweat, or all those things you wanted to do. I want to play with my grandkids. I want to look good naked. Whatever it is, you sacrifice that dream then when you don't sacrifice with a little dedication. And in Daniel's case, he said, I didn't appreciate the difference uh, nutrition and really meant and training with a purpose. I had trained for years beforehand, but never really focused on actually setting a goal and then actually achieving it. He goes, I reached my heaviest weight just after my first child was born and my wedding. My wedding suit was 10 inches larger on my back than it is today. And my waist was 12 inches larger. That is a huge difference. All of this, he says, plus a lack of energy, ongoing sleep issues, and the inability to keep up with work or the newborn baby was embarrassing. But most of all, affecting my health and shortening my life. And when you got kids, you want to be around as long as you can. He says, so when it came to acting on this, there were two light bulb moments. And these are the things that we try to manufacture. Sometimes we just have to let life hit us in the face, but there's always some sort of thing that goes, all right, that's enough of that. And he says, one was the wedding process, having my suit measured, drinking and eating too much in the run up and generally gaining weight to the point where I felt terrible on my wedding day. He says the second was having people comment on how red my face was. At the time, I thought this was stress, but it was actually due to blood pressure and a combination of bad life habits. Having my blood pressure taken um, at Ultimate Performance Manchester was a huge turning point. He goes, I recall, and now for the record, you can get a blood pressure. I have a blood pressure cuff uh, that I should be using much more frequently. And he goes, but I remember being nearly 170 over 115 and was on a borderline of needing a doctor before I could work out. He goes, this plus a newborn son made me realize a big change was needed. Yeah, I hear that a lot. When you see your children, you're like, ah, I got daddy's got to be around. Mommy's got to be around. 
He says, so I changed my eating routine and habits, including the hours I would eat. I switched to, uh, I switched to four to five macro focused meals instead of three carb heavy meals, which would make me sluggish and learn how to be more comfortable feeling hungry, but actually craving good nutritional value, that kind of food rather than sugary based snacks. It just took me a little time to come off the sugar or a high salt based additives and replace them with more healthier options. So he's not starving himself. He just replaced sugary carby food with stuff that's well, more nutritious. He goes, I now weigh all of my meals on a weekly basis and have one day where I relax or eat less focused. And some people do that and other people can't, you know, the whole cheat day, you know, cause I know some people that when they cheat, they go way like they, they will undo five days of great eating in one day. He goes, and as for training workouts last longer or phases were on to uh, six to eight week cycles. He goes, this enabled me to see the progress over the same exercise before switching them and refocusing their objectives. So, he knew if he started a certain kind of exercise, he was only going to do it for maybe six weeks, and then it would be after that. He goes, at first, it was about uh, it was all about weight loss. Then it moved to more performance and technical work. Mainly, it was all weightlifting with power and compound lifts, and then more focused with isolation work. Most of my cardio was through cycling. At good old, uh, you know, I'm going to say it, HIIT, right? High-intense interval training, usually on a power sled or a ski erg, whatever that is, or uh, during the old boot camp session. Uh, he says, while the time was spent on nutrition and exercise, I had to put the same effort into recovery and sleep. On these days, I'd eat five clean meals, avoid snacking, and maximize my sleep as much sleep as possible by going to bed earlier. And that's something that, again, I'm kind of slipping up on. I was really doing good at getting to bed by midnight. And the last couple days, yeah, 1 o'clock, one thirty. You know, he says, I worked out with a trainer who at first was ruthless at scale measurements and seeing progress weekly. And he says, to do that, you need constant focus. And there's no cheating and a steady plan uh, outlined. He said, I'd always worked out, but the difference was the laser focus and effective diet and nutrition. It made me realize the gym work was fairly easy when partnered with good nutrition. And this reminds me, when I went to college the second time, I have two degrees and the first time I was like a, an A, B student, maybe the occasional C. And the second time I went, I was basically an A student with the occasional B. And the difference was, uh, oh, it turns out if you do the homework and actually read the things you're supposed to read, you get better grades. And so here he's saying, you know, when I focus on the stuff I was supposed to do, hey, what do you know? I, I lost some weight. He says the key motivator was seeing my weight and the graph come down. Clothes began to fit better and my energy increased by a huge amount as I was significantly overweight. It took time before I could enjoy any aesthetic benefits. He goes, I think now that my motivation is not to go back to where I was. I enjoy the energy I have now. So here again, what did he say? It took some time. He said, but I also noticed my bandwidth to deal with stress and volume at work that that actually increased. So he's able to handle more stressful inform, you know, those situations. Why? Cause he's in better shape. He said, I could be more focused. Uh, you know, he says I could, uh, go longer. I could go harder, which was important to me as I was trying to go part of my business. Another positive impact was found 
on the lack of food waste. He says, we used to throw away vegetables that hadn't been used or items we had supplemented for the takeaway or the ready meal. He says, now we hardly throw any food away because it's all weighed and planned. He goes, I'd like to think it's a better way to be environmentally friendly, which the kids should learn and benefit from. So here he got married. He had kids. He, and according to this, they didn't say how long it took, but uh, he, he lost 75 pounds by simply switching out from sugary foods, super hard. And he, he notice he's not talking about like counting every carb. He's just like, no, no, no. He goes, let's cut back on those. Quit snacking on that. And he got used to being hungry. Now, he, again, he didn't say he was starving. And when he did eat, it was a healthy snack. So I thought that was a pretty cool story. And it's really nothing new, but it's nice to hear that it worked. And I'll put a link in the show notes. You can see his before and after picture. And like I said, he had a, a class A dad bod going on. And now he's got pretty much, well, he's got definitely has a chest now. His arms are more pumped and you can see his stomach muscles and he's in really good shape. So, and I know this is a, a guy, if you're a female listening to this, we're all in the same boat. We all know what to do. And in my last episode, if you heard it, sometimes just saying out loud what you're going to eat will have you go, yeah, that doesn't sound smart. When you go, well, we could go to McDonald's and I could try to get a, a McChicken instead of a Big Mac. You're like, yeah, that still doesn't sound good. So, and the other thing you noticed here with Daniel is those changes that he made, they sound like lifestyle changes. It's not enough to say, all right, for the next six weeks, I'm not going to do any of this stuff. It's something you have to ask yourself. Can I do this for the long haul? Can I make this part of my lifestyle? Because otherwise you'll just lose weight because you cut something out of your life and then you put it back in and the weight comes back. And many times it comes back even more than it was there the first time. So if you need some more motivation, it's only five bucks a month. Go to logicallosers.com. Just like my new best friend, Matthew did. I really do appreciate that. And I appreciate you listening and telling your friends. And I know if you're like me, you may have had a little too much on the holiday. And there's a part of me that goes, yeah, but that's what we do. Well, maybe not. And I tried. I skipped breakfast. I skipped breakfast. And that's probably why I then binged on the at the family picnic. But we don't beat ourselves up. We acknowledge that we made a mistake and we refocus and start making the next meal count. And that's really what I did today. I did a really good job of eating. I was a little bummed uh, the last couple days before the fourth, I was eating really good and the scale wasn't really moving. So I realized there are times when this is really frustrating, but you have to trust the process and just make the next meal a good one. Get those targets for your calories, get those targets for your exercise, not just getting up and walking around and being active. We should be doing that anyway. Get in some exercise. But really, if you're like, ah, I'm, I'm really trying to get the scale to move, it's what's going in your mouth. And sometimes we're not really hungry. We're just bored. Sometimes we're not really hungry. We're probably thirsty. And that's where water comes in handy. That is one thing I've been doing much more of is just drinking water. So thank you so much for listening to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Until we meet again in a few weeks, Make the next meal a good one. And remember, winning 
and success is still an option. So quit choosing failure, quit beating yourself up, and just tell yourself, I can do this. Don't be like me, Ma, and just go, well, I don't know what's going on. You know what's going on. This is the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Use that brain of yours and make good choices. You know you can do this. Take care. We'll see you again real soon. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just to die it. Thin. Not till you lie. Thin. I want smaller thighs. Thin. But I realize. I guess I'll have to exit.